Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. A good friend Caleb sent me a note about the story. And uh, the headline is off by just a little tiny bit, but I'll explain that from ABC News. Brooke Schultz wrote this. Radio reporter fired over Comedy Act reinstated after an arbitrator finds his jokes funny. And that is true, but he wasn't fired for not being funny. Let's, let's get that out of the way right now. So the reporter was fired for his stand-up comedy, but he's been reinstated to his job at a Philadelphia-based radio station through an arbitrator who agreed that his jokes were in some part funny and not so offensive as to cause him to be fired with good cause. The man's 34 years old. He's be fully reinstated to his position with WHYY, a Philadelphia-based NPR station, after an arbitrator determined that while the bits posted to social media could be interpreted as inflammatory, the organization rushed to judgment in its decision to terminate him. In a phone call Friday, the man said he felt vindicated by the decision and plans to return to work. When a news organization says you're a racist, bigot, whatever, people believe them, he said. So it was a lot of abuse from a lot of people who have never met me, who've never seen my stand-up, just saw what WHYY said about me, which is not great. A message seeking comment from the radio station was not immediately returned. The man said he was considering further legal actions because the station had made statements about his character. So the man's been working as a reporter on The Pulse, a nationally syndicated health and science program since 2018, when he was terminated a year ago after executives found his social media account that posted clips of his stand-up comedy. Officials at the station said that his stand-up comedy violated the company's code of conduct, social media guidelines, and values of social responsibility, and finding his routine to be inflammatory. They submitted nine videos from social media as their evidence at the arbitration. They argued the clips were egregious in content and had sexual connotations, racial connotations, and misogynistic information according to the arbitration documents. The man's worked as a reporter in the U.S. and abroad since 2013. He also served in the U.S. Marines. Uh, He was frustrated that when he was first fired, people thought it was an obvious conclusion for telling jokes while having a day job. He said, like, what do you mean? You're off hours. You're having fun with, like, creative expression. Of course you should get fired for that, he jokingly said. But I hate that that's become normal. And I want to be an example of, like, no, your employer doesn't own you. The arbitrator conceded that some or portions of the videos could be seen as inflammatory. And they said that's the very low standard in the collective bargaining agreement that I'm required to apply, he wrote. And he also found them to be, quote, simply funny. So he found them to be funny. In one, the arbitrator noted that some of the commentary was insightful, principled, and serious, but not very funny. (laughs) More important, I find that the message of the clip, if one is open to receiving it, cannot be interpreted to be inflammatory. For another, he said, it is difficult to believe that a fair-minded person would find that clip inflammatory, but the bar is very low, and WHYY's 1.3 million person audience might have a few people who'd find the clip inflammatory. They might. But keep in mind that anything you, you say, anything, is going to offend somebody in a huge audience. And the reason I say that is I can say the most innocuous thing, and someone will get upset by it. I assure you, and I'm going to let you know right now that I'm caught on this, but now that I'm calling it, people do it just to make a point. Someone's going to get offended that I said that. Part of the decision says that the man does have to delete the nine videos cited. He was also asked to delete any offensive post-discharge posts where he disparaged the company for his firing. I got to clarify that because the word post has different meanings there. 
he has to delete any offensive posts that he put up after he was fired. So under the circumstances, such foolishness does not disqualify him from reinstatement. So the arbitrator said there may be some posts he put up after he's fired that he should take down. So the man first turned to comedy in 2021 after being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. One of his biggest fears, he said, was losing fine motor function and with it his ability to play the guitar and piano. But stand-up was a safe spot. There's a stool if he needs to sit down. A mic stand if he can't hold a microphone. These execs, they have no right to take that from me, he said, so I'm going to fight. I want both. I'm going to be a reporter and a comic. I think there's nothing wrong with that. So the decision was handed down December 28th. A couple things to remember here. He wasn't fired for being not funny. He was fired because they said he posted things on social media that were inflammatory. And obviously people say, oh, wait a second. That comic is that reporter I hear on this radio station. And the station was saying that by doing this, it was going to reflect badly on them. That's the thinking. But they also have a contract because the man's a member of a union. And that's extremely important. I worked in radio for decades. And I worked at one station that had a union. And I remember it vividly. When I got there and I was being interviewed, the guy said, oh, by the way, we're, we're a union station. I, I, I'm like, really? Because I'd never worked at one before. I go, what does that mean? He goes, well, among other things, you're going to be paying dues to the union. And my, my heart started to sink just a little bit. And he goes, but here's what you're going to get paid. And I'm like, What? <laughs> Turns out it paid better than any station I'd ever worked at. And the difference was substantial. So that the small amount I paid in dues was dwarfed by how much more money I made back. It was worth it. And there was a contract that we're all under. And so I didn't have to worry that one day I'd go in and my key wouldn't work and they just fired me for no reason, which happened at other stations. <laughs> it happens in the radio. That's, that's what happens. So... The guy's got a contract. And the existence of that contract usually means there's something in there about how he can be let go. Here's what happens that can, you know, if this happens, you can be let go for this. Or if you do this, you can be let go for this. But if you're let go, you have the right to ask for an arbitrator to double check it. Arbitrator looked at it and said, ah, I can see where someone could be offended. But looking at what the standard is, no, the guy can't be fired for this. And by the way, I find some of his jokes funny. <laughs> so it's a win for him, but some people are going to ask and go, wait a second. Because most people are, I think, going to side with him and say, look, he's doing this stuff over here. And as long as he doesn't go up on stage wearing the T-shirt of the radio station, go, hi, I'm here on behalf of the radio station. Now hear my jokes. You know, I'm joking. But I mean, that's the kind of thing, obviously, that I'm just pointing out. So, so the real thing here is, though, is that if you have a job that is a high-visibility job, I'm not saying a, a, a high job with authority, or, or, but it's a job where, where it's, it's visible, where, where, where you're in the public eye, or in this case, the public ear, right? If you do something not at work that will cause people to look at you differently when you are at work, that does affect your ability to do that job. And so, obviously, there are things that you could do in your own spare time, that could cause them to go, hey, look, what you're doing is inappropriate, and, and that's going to cause us to either let you go or give you a warning and next time let you go, something like that. And so it's just that what he'd done here didn't rise to that level. I've seen a, I've seen a couple examples in the news lately. Um, I saw one about a reporter in Ohio. I think she's a weather person who hit a fire hydrant, and the fire hydrant wasn't in the road. It was 
where it's supposed to be. Uh, but apparently she'd been drinking. And um, that made the news. It was all over the place. This, you know, local weather reporter, drunk driving, blah, 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 blah. And I know that she was not on the air in the immediate aftermath. I don't know if she's back on the air yet or not, or if she ever will be at that station. Because as you can imagine, the TV station can say, look, that happened to her in her own spare time. But they also know that when she goes on TV to do the weather, everyone's looking at her going, hey, that's the one who hit the fire hydrant because she was drunk. And, and that could be a distraction to the point that it may, might be difficult for her to do her job properly. Uh, I also saw one recently, and I've not done a video about this. I'm not sure if I will. But I think he's an administrator at a college someplace in the upper Midwest who makes movies with his wife and often another party. And um, they do things that adults do with each other behind closed doors, and they love each other very, very much. And um, somebody found out about it because they're posted on the Internet. And um, uh, the guy's argument is, well, hey, what I do in my spare time is up to me, and it's First Amendment. I'm I'm shooting movies. (laughs) And the school is saying, uh, what you're doing, if nothing else, will become a gigantic distraction from you doing your job. That one, I believe, is still being hashed out. So I don't know. Somewhere down the road, I might do a video on it. But the real question you ask yourself that you can take away from this is that in a workplace setting, the question is, do you have a contract? This radio reporter has a contract. The TV reporter probably has a contract. The administrator at the school probably has a contract. And so then it comes down to what does the contract say? Now, in this case, the guy's contract simply said, here are things for which you can get fired. If you get fired, you can demand arbitration. He did it. It worked out for him. He's back on the job. There you go. The TV reporter? Don't know. I'm betting she has a contract, likewise with the administrator. But the question then is, what does the contract say? And again, if you are in the public eye, figuratively speaking, there's a good chance it's going to contain some language about something that puts you in a bad light that can also put the employer in a bad light, and that can be a problem. So that's the situation with the reporter from WHYY. He got his job back after an arbitrator found that the reason for which he was fired wasn't quite there. But also, as an aside, his jokes are funny. (laughs) So from abcnews.go.com, Brooke Schultz wrote that. Radio reporter fired over Comedy Act, reinstated after an arbitrator finds his jokes funny. Caleb Senate, thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Look on every highway exit as being an entrance somewhere else.